0: Welcome back. We have an Alabamian on an ACM stage. Bad news for the tides opponent and another hurricane experience we won't forget. I'm Mike Morgan and we are down in Alabama. <music> the Academy of Country Music Awards were held last night, and it was a very 2020 affair. That is, it had been postponed for five months and was beamed around from three locations in Nashville. Now, ain't that country. Of course, you had your performances, and they were held at the Grand Ole Opry House, the Ryman Auditorium, and the iconic songwriters hang out the Bluebird Cafe. One of the artists performing at the Ryman was Alabama's own Riley Green. He's the guy who had the big hit last year with I Wish Grandpa's Never Died, and that's what he sang on the show. He even had a little pandemic mullet going on. Now, we've all been there, not like a Blake Shelton Y2K mullet or anything. But before the show, it had already been announced that Green had been named New Male Artist of the Year. Green's from Jacksonville, Alabama, and played football at Jacksonville State. The New Male Artist Award puts Riley in pretty good company. Luke Combs won it last year. And the first winner of the award back in 66 was a fella named Merle Haggard. You can check out more about how the ACM Award Show went at al.com life. With only nine days left until Auburn and Alabama kick off their football seasons, we have more evidence that life and college football just aren't always fair. Some people occasionally need a reminder of that. Now, this evidence is on behalf of the Missouri Tigers football team. First of all, they have to open against the visiting Crimson Tide on August 26th. Second of all, they're already down a dozen players because of COVID-19, reports AL.com's Michael Casagrande. Now, those players being out are either due to a positive test or contact tracing. For those guys, it might kind of remind you of Ken Mattingly losing his seat on Apollo 13. It's killing them not to be there, even if it might be a rough ride. But this is 2020, and a lot could happen over the next nine days to Mizzou or the Tide, or to Auburn and its visitors on the 26th, Kentucky. See, the SEC rules are that if a player is exposed to someone with COVID, they have to sit out 14 days, or inside of those 14 days now. Then they can return if they've had no symptoms. Alabama coach Nick Saban said he's not sure how the team will approach any announcement they have like that. You know how he doesn't like to show his cards. But he said on Wednesday, quote, we don't really have anybody that I know that would be out for sure for the game, end quote. Over at Auburn, Gus Malzahn had 10 players quarantined, including five starters, but that was early enough that they all might be tested out before the ballgame. If you bet on college football, I'm afraid that making your picks this season are going to be closer to playing pin the tail on the donkey than ever before. Well, it's not Monday, it's Thursday, but we still have weather reporter Lee Morgan to come on and talk a little bit more about former Hurricane Sally. Now, Lee, we would love to stick a fork in this thing and just get it out of here and be done with it. But there are obviously still some concerns left.
1: Right. Well, you know, Sally started Wednesday as a Category 2 hurricane, made landfall uh, around 445 a.m. near Gulf Shores, 105 mile an hour winds. And dropped torrential rain on southwest Alabama, northwest Florida, headed Mm -hmm. inland and moved out, uh, was taking its sweet time moving through the state, Mm -hmm. uh, was an all-day thing. So dropped lots of rain all over uh, south, southeast Alabama, multiple flash flood warnings, a couple flash flood emergencies, but you don't see them issued uh, that often. Lots of water rescues. We're, we're not even going to know the full scope of what has happened down there for several days at least. There's just so much damage. There's so much water. It's just been a horrific event for those people down on the Gulf Coast and inland as yeah. well.
0: Yeah. And, and now we have the... Uh All the uh, the water basins and everything filling up, and we're going to see some rivers cresting. Yeah,
1: that's part two, (laughs) Sally. Part two, the river edition. So, yeah, it's going to take a couple days, you know, for those rivers to crest. So, we're going to have another round of flooding. We're going to have to uh, endure, but the good news is Sally has moved out. The rain is going to move out, and the weekend should be fairly nice. So, like almost like fall. Oh, we will
0: take a little fall light. Yes, yeah, the temperature dropping has been the only the only positive to all this well you know when we do look back and you said it's going to take a while you know but uh, i mean where's sally going to stand in history i mean well first of all september 16th now is an infamous day yeah it's a really
1: bad day so uh, in case you didn't know that was also the day that hurricane ivan hit around the same area in Gulf Shores, just yeah. a little west of Gulf Shores in 2004. And it was a cat three, 120 miles an hour. That was the last hurricane to make a direct hit on Alabama's coastline. Now, Alabama doesn't have a ton of coastline, you know, so it's a very small target. But, um yeah, so it's been since 2004, and it's, it's just very uncanny that Sally made Her landfall on the exact same day, 16 years apart.
0: Yeah, really. And there's a lesson there, I think, with Category 3. Of course, Sally ramped up there at the end, but really it has to do with how much water the thing pushes ashore and and that sort of thing. Because Ivan, I think I saw... I mean, Sally may have nearly double the rainfalls in, in a lot of places of Ivan.
1: Ivan was moving a lot faster. what was Sally's big you know thing was the slow movement of the storm just gave it plenty of time to drop tons of rain uh, all over South Alabama. So um, we hope everybody down there is doing okay, um, and the damage isn't isn't as severe as it looks. But it does look pretty bad.
0: Well, uh, you know, as of the. Right now, as as I'm speaking and recording this, there were at least there was at least one death in in uh, um, Orange Beach
1: and one person missing and, too. I believe had
0: one, right. Yeah. So yeah, y- y'all want to check? Uh, this is a daily show, so you will want to check AL.com and AL.com slash hurricane mm-hmm. throughout today for uh, for any updates that you have. And if you will keep an eye on those tropics for us, because I know we got several spots out there still.
1: It's only a a week after the peak of the hurricane season. And unfortunately, there's another area in the Gulf to keep an eye on. Let's just cross our fingers and hope that it does not decide to come this way. Uh, We don't really know at this point. It could become a tropical depression over the weekend. So just something to keep an eye
0: on. All right. Well, thanks, Lee. And thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll be back here again tomorrow. Until then, stop by and see us anytime you want to on the World Wide Web at AL.com.